Let's start the party. You're listening to all famous radio show. Keep it on. Never allow people who gave up on their dreams convince you to give up on yours. I won't be led astray by the opinions of others, by those who were too scared to go after their dreams, those who lack the courage to fight for their dream. It's not only your enemies and haters that will discourage you, but your own family and friends too. Your parents almost always want what's best for you. They talk you out of your dream because they don't want you to get hurt. They're conditioned to keep you from being hurt, going right back to when you were a baby. You are not a baby anymore. You're a man, you're a woman, you're strong. You're your own person with your own opinions. You are in charge of your life. You are in charge of your own decisions. You are capable of making your own choices. And you are strong enough to handle the consequences if it doesn't work out. You are big enough to handle any challenge that comes based on the decisions you make on your own. You call it truth, I call it opinion. If I wanted average, I would ask for their opinion. Please, don't get me wrong. I'm sure average is great, but average is not something I'm seeking right now. So best of luck and move along. Your truth is not my reality. Your opinion will never sway my dreams. My dreams will never be your success story. And don't expect me to say sorry because I will never apologize for chasing my dreams, for having higher standards, for saying no when I need to, for doing everything I must do. Opinions are the cheapest commodity on earth, just like a cheap, nasty hamburger. Everyone can have one, but it's best you don't digest. But I don't digest BS. See, there's a better food for your soul. And it's not found in others' opinions. It's found in your own inner voice. It's the courage inside you, the courage that has no fear of failure, no fear of opinions. It's found in following your heart, not what's best for your mom or dad, not what society says is good or bad, not what makes you look important, but what you want. Critics, doubters, haters, naysayers, they will all discourage you because they are threatened by your success. They believe that if you become successful, they will be less significant. If you become successful, they will be left behind. By you becoming more, they will become less. By you doing something with your life, it highlights the fact they have it. It's a small mind mentality, insecurity. Are you going to let insecure individuals bring you down to their level? Everyone has an opinion. Usually those with a lack of skill have a louder opinion than those with talent. They say the hardest prison to escape is your own mind. Very often, that is so true. Mostly because our minds are exploding with the opinions of others. Trying to fit into this world, trying to live up to others' expectations, comparing ourselves to others, mistaking opinions for the truth. Escape that prison and live free. Live like a king and answer only to yourself. So many people never go for what they want because of the fear of others' opinions. Because of the fear of the word no 
because of haters and naysayers. That will never be me. I refuse to listen to the voices that will never understand my dream. I refuse to listen to the opinions of those who have never and will probably never achieve anything meaningful in their own life. I know my purpose. I know my destiny. And outside voices are just meaningless distractions. I will not be swayed by the opinions of others. I will not be distracted by their opinions. I have my blinkers on and I will not stop until I realize my true purpose. Until my dream is my reality. There's only one voice you must listen to. Deep down, you know which voice that is. Love 
and wonderful good evening to you all here on allflavorsradio.com how are you doing chatroom crew how are you doing worldwide crew how are you doing in tuning crew and how are you doing talk crew and all of you silent listeners out there I am Wimbo77. And I am KJB. Hey KJB, how are you doing? I'm fine. Can, before we start the show, I know, I know this is a bit inappropriate of me. Right. But may I just shout out? Not yet. No. Okay. We'll do, we'll, we'll do, we'll that do it afterwards. later. We'll do it later. Okay. okay. Cool, cool, so, cool. I'm fine. How are you? Yes, I'm good. I'm good. Um, in high spirits, flying high on the wings of love and all that stuff, you know. What, a proper flight or just fly on the wings? Who knows, who knows, who knows but we're, who knows. we're out there, yeah. And wonderful big shout out for the bank um, holiday, should we say. All the wonderful DJs doing amazing stuff always. And yes, it, we, we're almost back to school um, this week now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. And the weather was... Uh, the weather was good, wasn't it? Yes, we've oh. we've had a a wonderful kind of uh, half term from school, and we've all returned, uh, have returned back to the grindstone, which is mad. So, how was your day? My day was typical back to work as it is on a Tuesday after the bank holiday. Mm. Um, just yeah, hitting the ground running. Always, always hitting isn't the it? ground running. That's all we can do. So again, shouting out all the DJs over the start end, as well as Corey E8, George Flavors and Mark Philogene for every Monday night, bringing wonderful things to us. You know, it's just growing ever increasing and getting better and better here on All Flavors Radio, isn't it, KJB? Definitely. And it's is it the eighth year now, ninth year. Oh yes, it is, it is. So lots so, of celebrations. So lots of celebrations. Lo- lots, lots to be thankful for. Absolutely. And to be appreciative of, especially mm. all the DJs with how much hard work that they put in. Absolutely. And their consistency as well. Yes, so high five to your um, wonderful DJs. And we will be coming and giving you all a shout out a little bit later on. <clears throat> So, what is our question, DJ KJB, for this week? Wow, this is a this is a wow. Mm, okay, yes, here know. we go. Here we go. I'm yeah. going to read it out now. So, should a couple divulge their previous partners and be tested before committing to a sexual relationship? That's Should right. I read it again? Yes, yeah? you can read it again. That's fine. Should a couple divulge their previous partners and be tested? before committing to a sexual relationship. Right. And this is on the back of something that we've read. And, you know, we're living in 2023. We know that. And life is very different to when we were growing up or when we were younger people. And relationships, they get off onto a, a, an even kill straight away, don't they, KJB? Mm-hmm. So this question, it's an important question, really, and we'll be looking a little bit more into it a little bit later on in the show. All right. So sometimes things are a bit taboo, aren't they? And hard to kind of tackle. Well, I, I'm not going to touch too much on it. But 
obviously there was a situation where there was a, 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 like, a like a pandemic mm. in the 80s where there was something that came about. Yes, yes. And because it was taboo, yeah. it 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 was it was shunned and it had far reaching effects on on, on, on the whole community. Yes, on more than one community that is as well. So we're going to look a little bit more into that. So should a couple divulge their previous partners and be tested before committing to a sexual relationship? We are going to speak about it right here on allflavorsradio.com. So come in, join in on the conversation and let us know what you think, okay? So beautiful listeners, one thing that came to our attention this week was the fact of AI and the imposter syndrome. All right, AI and being an imposter. So what are we talking about? What do you think we're talking about, KJB? Well, I I have been a subject to this. I'm mm. sure others have too. I'm sure our listeners can can also empathise with what's happening at the moment. It's just an imposter is a person who pretends, obviously, to be someone else. Yeah. And an imposter may pretend to be someone like someone, it could be a family member, a friend, or someone, a person you feel you know but not quite met yet in person mm. so you've got to be very careful but we're going to to explain why this is such an important issue to, to discuss isn't it yeah and imposters may pretend to be working for the government and they be may pretend to work for a company that we trust a company that we do business with a company that can fix your computer that gives out prizes and also charity and ask for donations but what we're going to be talking about tonight is not particularly an imposter but imposter scams okay so imposter scams you might think I've never heard of that before don't forget we're talking about an imposter is someone that can pretend to be someone that you may know or a company that you have dealings with that you may trust but imposter scams. So DJ KJB, do you want to give us a little more information on what these imposter scams are? Well, basically, dishonest people who want to steal your money yes. or get your personal information. And what they do, they, they'll, they'll call you. Mm. Um, and what they try to do is get you to talk. Yes. Am I on the right tracks? You are on yeah, the right tracks yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And they try and get you to talk. And when they get you talking... Mm. They may say something or they might get you to divulge as much information as you can by posing as, as we've said earlier, mm. at the top of it, by posing as someone they know, friend, family. But once they get um, your voice mm. recorded, because that's what they want to do, they then can use your voice yes. to then access your Money, um, your life, your, but yeah, basically, you, they it can take over your life, yes, once they get a so, but they need the sample of your voice, yeah. So, that's they, the important point. So, these imposter, these are imposter scams, they're dishonest people who want to steal your money and get your personal information. They might call you on the phone or send an email or a text, and they might say they call in from a tech support company about a problem on your computer or that you might owe money to the government, um, that you may have won a prize, a friend is in trouble and needs your help, or you got to check for too much, or you got to check for too much money and you need to send it back. 
right? So they, they might try to get you to pay them by asking you to buy a, you know, gift card or wire money um, to them. Because This is particularly on the ones that it might be a family member where you hear their voice on the phone and you actually think it's them, but it's scammers because through AI, these people are able to... Can you believe that? Record our voices. Yeah. And and then what they do, they digitally enhance it as much as they can. Mm. So they might only get a few words, yeah. but they'll use those few words to add on other other sentences or other bit of a sentence mm. and try to get it as close to your voice as, as, they, possible, as yeah. possible can. Mm. And, and But if you're on a phone or you're somewhere busy or there's there's um, things going on around you, sometimes you you just assume that it is that because it can be, you, sometimes we can sound different mm. depending on where we are. And if we're in distress or something, we might sound yeah, different. we might but, sound a bit different, yeah. But then we, we know, you know, if you call me or something, I know it's you on the phone. Sometimes someone will call and say, oh, it's such and such because you know that person's yeah, voice. That's the point, isn't it? But sometimes you, you sometimes you can get, just you can just assume it's that person yeah you can just assume it because of the top like the tone the technology like the, yeah it's a tech. you could just assume it's that person and really you're not even talking to that person you're talking to someone who's just trying to like you said infiltrate your life in some way to yeah. get something out of you so how do these imposter scams work then how do they work well it's it basically like we've said it's they can come through phone, uh, through internet Ooh. connections. Uh, these are all tricks. If yeah. you pay, so you think, for example, we take a gift card, for example, or you wire money, the scammer will keep it. Mm. You won't get your money back. Mm. Paying by gift card or winning money is like sending cash. When you pay by gift card or wire money, you cannot get the money back. So, you know, that's what they do. Like you said earlier, they, oh, you've won this or, oh, yeah, you've got a gift card. Um, where do we say? But you need to send this, this. this. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You need to top it up to, to, to whatever way they do it. But initially, the way they get your confidence is by using a piece of someone's voice. Yeah. yeah. That's how they, that's how it starts. Wow. So these are scams that we're talking about as well, beautiful listeners. And I, I saw something or, yeah, I watched a video, I think it was Hortense that sent me this one over, and it was an interviewer, they spoke to this man who had actually almost been scammed. He got a call, and it was his daughter's voice saying, Dad, please, I need you to send me some money, yeah? And then a man says, if you don't send your daughter this money, she's going to be harmed. She's going to be harmed. So, um so yeah so he the only way that they knew that it wasn't their daughter was that he got his wife to call their daughter so it turned out but they had her voice mm. and had that man not been savvy and he might have thought oh no my daughter's in danger then he might have sent that money over yeah mm. Mm. so these are scams people are getting really intelligent with technology because now we do everything over you know, by internet, telephone banking. Even we we went to a restaurant the other day mm. and we had to order the food. It wasn't even a human being that come to the table and ordered. We had to order it on an app yes. to get the food. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, it was a, we had to, we had to think, think the code, QR code, 
Then yes. you get the app, yep. then you order your food. Mm. It was crazy. You didn't have to talk to anybody. And next you know, the food was on the table. It was like, yeah. wow. It was crazy. So these people, they're, they're getting very smart in the way that they they scam people. Well, I, you know, is it, is it because they're getting smarter or is, or is it because AI is getting more advanced? I'm not sure, KJB. What That's, would you say? I, that, that, I'm just putting it out there. I'm putting it out there, you know, it'd be interesting what people think. Well, it is so, AI. It yeah, is AI. It is AI. If, they can, if they can take our voices and make something else with it, you know. Yeah, so is it is it uh, is it the scammer that's getting smarter? Or it's just that AI, because of advances in AI, they're just getting software or hardware, whatever we want to call it, mm. to, to be able to do these things. Yeah. So how how can we tell if um, is a good reason to send money to someone or so forth, right? Mm-hmm. If someone tells you to pay them with a gift card, don't do it. That's a scam. Gift cards are for gifts, not payments. If someone you know or you don't know asks you to wire money, don't do it. That's probably a scam. And scammers are very clever. They try to make things look real. So beautiful listeners, let us know what, what which one of these do you think is a scam. Choose one of these and let us know what you think is a scam. Um, you send money to your aunt in Manila. You do it every month. You get a call from your grandson. He says he's in trouble in Canada and needs your help. He asks you to wire money. He asks you not to tell his parents. Which one do you think out of those two is a scam? Would you say, KJB? What would you say, listeners? Think about it. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll come back to that at the end. Good. Yeah. Which one of those? So you send money to your aunt in Manila, you do it every month, or you get a call from your grandson. He says he's in trouble in Canada and needs your help. He asks you to wire him money and he asks you not to tell his parents. What one do you think is the scam? So, what about, um, what can we do in when it sounds. Like something's too good to be true. You check it. Yeah. Because normally if it's an email, sometimes what they do, if you read the email, sometimes you look at the the, the web address. Mm. Sometimes you can check the spelling, yeah. the oh. wording. Yes. Because if it's an official email, it'll be worded in a certain way. Mm. Sometimes they forget a portfolio sentence. Sometimes they drop letters because of the where they come from yes yes yeah so it's so funny i've done that in my i've just passed my Celtic course (laughs) and we had to do an we had to interview like a foreign language speaker and you can tell that yeah yeah so that's very true so it's one way to check yeah check the email address check the wording because the email address would be an official email address it wouldn't say anything apart from say if it was from o2 for instance it was mm. o2 official or whatever it will be you, you yeah. can even check the logo because sometimes the logos can be upside down wrong okay, way around wow. yes. do you know what I mean? yeah. you just got to be be vigilant so that's what i would do i would mm. check and then i would then contact the company yeah and what about if someone calls you then what what would you do if someone calls like i've recently had a call from british gas I had two calls from British Gas, actually, and it said British Gas on the telephone. Mm, you've got to be careful. And when I picked up the phone, I stayed silent. I didn't even say hello. I didn't say anything. And I didn't say anything for a while. 
and then the line just went dead. That's the thing. If 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 yeah. if, if if an official company calls you, mm. they will give the name of the company and they will give the name of the person who's calling. Mm. They'll say it's British Gas. Hi, good morning. I'm Mary from uh, British Gas. Yes. Am I speaking to blah blah blah? So they will introduce themselves. Yeah. If they say I'm from British Gas and 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 that's it, mm. don't say nothing. If you keep quiet, what will happen in about 10, 15 seconds? The phone will go dead. Yeah. The minute you talk, mm. that's what they're looking for. That's how they're going to, they're just waiting for you to talk. So don't talk. Unless the person talks, you don't talk. Because remember, they're calling you. Yeah. And also if someone's calling you and they're kind of demanding money and they want it now, well, you've got to pay it now. Otherwise you're, you're going to, I don't know, <laughs> you're not going to have no lights in the house or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. No. Um if you know if the story sounds true, you got to check. Like KJB says, and normally if if someone like with that one, if they say they were gonna they're gonna cut off your gas or you or whatever that is, mm. normally a company will write to you first. An official company can't do that without writing to you first. They have to give you warning. Yeah, they have to give they do due diligence. They can't just cut you off. So if it's any legitimate company, they will write to you and say, Mister X. Uh, we recently informed you of blah, 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 blah. We noticed you haven't contacted us. If you don't contact us within 14 days, this is what's going to happen. Mm. So normally they will give you that. They'll send you a letter like that. But that's not the original letter they would send. They would send something else first to say, well, we need payment. And then as long as you don't pay it, then a different letter will come. So they yeah. will escalate it. Okay. So how do you avoid then an imposter scram? You've, you've just said that about the process of if we someone did owe money, that there is a process that we go through, okay? Mm. So we're looking at ways in order to avoid being scammed by in unscrupulous people that want to just prey upon the, the vulnerable. And people are in a vulnerable situation these days because we know what the climate's like, right? Mm. So mm. how do we avoid an imposter, scra- imposter scam? Well, scammers are good at being friendly because that's how they get into you. That's, that's the whole point, isn't it? Mm. They're also good at fooling people. Yeah. So there's a few things you could do. Um, first one, never send money to someone you do not know. Mm. Even though the person says they might know the person you're sending the money to, please check with that person first. <laughs> contact them or contact someone who knows them, that mm. you know that knows them, and double check yeah and even if the person says that he's a, your friend or related to you like that that man earlier whose daughter called him but then the mum checked to see if the daughter was okay mm-hmm. there you go we can see that it was someone that had used her voice to try and scare the parents so always um check first okay and what if you've already sent money to someone well, what can you do? There, there is someone you can call. It's called the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC. They've got a, a phone number you can contact and you can go online. Yes. Um, the contact number is 1 slash 877 um, but also in this country, you know, we've got a trading standards you can contact. Uh, you can also contact the police who have their own unit that deal with fraud. Yeah. And you can also contact the company as well and let them know. Um, whether you get your money back is another matter because obviously scammers are very good at covering their tracks. But yeah. 
you never know. And obviously, if you do report it, there's more chance of them getting caught than you not reporting Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So check out the government website when it comes to if you've been scammed um, when it comes to your money. This is a an American company. Sorry about that. I thought yeah, it was that's UK. Why, yeah, that's why I, I had um, to yeah. just re- backtrack there. I thought it was a UK one, but yeah. it's still in important information because these things are happening on a daily basis and we don't want to be one of those people that gets caught out when it comes to um, our money, when it comes to our finances and really being careful even when you answer the phone, not saying things like yes and no and mm-hmm. all this mm-hmm. stuff as well to a person that's on the other line of the side, especially if we don't know who that person is that's speaking to us, that's called us. We get these scammers that call, you know, these are 800 numbers or whatever. Mm, mm, mm. So it's a matter of just being really vigilant in this day and age, isn't it? Yeah, you got to be. And sorry about that number because that is not a British number. No. So we're just going to just clarify that. that. <laughs> Please scrap that. Don't call that number whatever you do. But we do have the English equivalent like we've just discussed yes. here. And I'm sure at the end of the program or some part, you will reiterate that awesome. and repeat that. Um, yes, I don't think, I think that you covered it, hopefully. Absolutely. You know, if you've got any questions, yeah. please talk to somebody. And that's right. Please so talk to somebody. We were talking about um, imposter scams and how we can avoid being scammed by people because this stuff does happen. Beautiful listeners, we will see y'all in five Online and on your smart speaker. Playing all the best songs. All Flavors Radio. Revolution Promotions and All Flavors Radio presents We Ready to Party Again. The Wear Something White Summer Edition on Saturday the 8th of July from 9.30 till 3.30am. Come on party on board the luxurious Amored Teresa Joanne Boat. King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Wayland and E16 to QI. Don't miss this splendid night of music supplied by DJ Shyboy, Mikey Afri, DJ Redboy. DJ Smooth and All Flavors Radio Team. Early bird tickets are £15, general tickets are £17.50 and it will be more on the door. Get your tickets from Eventbrite, getyourtickets.co.uk or any DJ on the bill. There is a complimentary glass of punch for the first 100 ticket holders on board. Plus there will be delicious food on sale from Sunset Caterers. For more information and birthday table bookings, call 07401 388251. This one the sell out. Make sure you don't miss it. We ready to party again. Give me the music. Imagination. Featuring Lee John. Live at the O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire London. Saturday, May 20th, 2023. Performing all the hits and more with special guests. Central Line. For tickets, please go to Ticketmaster or www.leejohn.com. It's not an illusion. Imagination featuring Lee John live at the O2 Shepherd's Bush Empire, May 2023. Hi, this is Lee John from Imagination, and I'm locked onto All Flavors Radio. Come in. Right. Ah, Mr. Pilkington, and how are we today? Yeah, I'm all right, Doctor. Yeah, I've just uh, come for my checkup. Okay, then. Pop your pants off. What? Just pop your pants off. Well, and, uh... I've got to take my pants off. Well, because I have to put my finger up your um, what, me what? to check your prostate gland. Don't worry about it. Well, I am worried about it because prostate cancer kills 10,000 men every year in Britain. You can check that out if I get any symptoms. Well, there aren't always symptoms, and symptoms do vary from man to man. So the best way to check it out well, is I just pop my finger up I'm, there I'm really and have a feel. Just... Don't worry about it. Is that it? Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> 
No. I don't know why he was worried. You probably saved his life there. Does he have to be here? He's just a mate. Don't worry about him. He's just watching, watching me at work. For more information, visit the Prostate Cancer Charity website. Real men know all about it. The more you listen, the more great music you hear. All Flavors Radio. Flavors, how you doing, George? Sour Malaysia, sending out lots of love over the waves. And shouting out Corey E8, how you doing, Corey? And how you doing, Mark Fulagin out of Bremen? Giving a big high five to DJ Labo. Laro after us from 8 until 10. How you doing, Pele Hoxton? Shout out Naturally Lily and the family. Giving a big shout out to Natalie. Debbie, Andrea, Hank. It was fantastic seeing you guys at the start end. Shout out Samsis, Gal Gal, Andy Carlo. Not forgetting Colton and Julie, Alan and Merlin. How you're doing? And thank you for choosing All Flavors Radio. Everybody, 
Nigi done a big mashup over the start end. You can catch Nigi from 8 until 10 every Saturday and Sunday. And bringing up our DJs, our new DJs to the station. You can catch J Hope tonight from 10 until midnight. Shout out DJ Smooth. And Crooksy E8. Should we say Crooksy? Sounds a positive force with We Got the Funk. Shout out to DJ B Funk. I hope you've had a great journey and a great um, um, break. As well as Bella Ara out of Munich. You can catch uh, Ara every Saturday from 1 until 3. The Radical Radio Exchange. Angela Gel Gel and Sanja. Such hot, funky, funky music. Now, here for the average white band. Pick up the pieces. Seven. Not forgetting Billy Ray Valentine. We'll mm-hmm. 
also shouting out Charlie. How did it go? Sorry to have missed you on Sunday. Ninja Man Lloyd, you can catch Ninja Man Lloyd every Thursday from 8 until 10 with the Creole Diaspora Show. with Pick Up The Pieces and funky, funky, funky. What would you say, KJB? Funky fresh. <laughs> funky fresh. So, beautiful listeners, Aruba, we're going to give you this. So, normally it's either our history or Caribbean news, but this might actually be an opportunity for you, beautiful listeners. You might want to take this on. Let us know. Let us know in the chat room. Come and join us in the chat chat room. And um, yeah, not that we can see you because we still can't see you. We've been having a few technical issues in getting into the chat room, but never mind. And um, we will still, you're there with us. We can feel you there on the waves. So Aruba launches a competition for the easiest job in the world, weather person to showcase its sun and blue skies. DJ KJB, this was written last month, but how they can sign up as well, can't they? Mm-hmm. For this opportunity of a lifetime, what what is this opportunity? Well, um, it, it, the Aruba Tourism Authority mm. have put out a, a request, a competition, yeah, which they've launched uh, a role which entails lazing around um, the sunshine and sipping cocktails imagine that this is a, this is actually a competition beautiful listeners for the world's weather person showcase to showcase the the actual island of aruba all right so and this is not a joke this is a it's not, bona fide opportunity this is from the independent um caribbean independent isn't it and um yeah this says that the aruba, aruba 
Tourism Authority has launched a competition competition for the easiest job in the world. A role, as KJB said, that, that entails lazing around the sunshine and sipping on cocktails. So officials on the Caribbean island are seeking a weather person to showcase the country's exceptionally good weather, which experience, with it, which experiences more sunny days than any other Caribbean island. And because the weather is consistently good, no prior experience is required for the, for what Aruba's officials call the call the easiest job in the world. So what what is that? Well, the successful application, yeah, whoever this will be will be required to take on weather reporting duties on Aruba's social media channels for one week. One week. Of the year. <laughs> one week, okay. And what that what, what, what does that also entail? Well, they'll also get a six nights, seven day trip for two to the island, staying at the new em- embassy suite by, by Hilton Aruba Resort, which is situated on the... Uh, famed Eagle Beach home of Fufuti trees, soft white sand and turquoise water. That sounds amazing, doesn't it? Let's let's see if the, the date is still there, beautiful listeners, because, hey, if you fancy a trip away um, to Aruba for a week with someone else as well, it's like all expensive paid, it looks like here, mm-hmm. uh, trip, seven-day trip, yeah, staying at the Hilton, to just speak about the weather. Just to report on the weather. On social media channels. I mean, and what you an do, amazing you can, job. You can do that, possibly sitting on the beach doing it. Yeah. So often... While um, sipping a cocktail. So often, unexpected weather conditions force travellers to reschedule their long-awaited vacations. But Aruba Tourism Authority CEO Ronella Croes said in a statement to Travel and Leisure, fortunately... Aruba is blessed to have consistently clear sunny skies, making it the perfect destination for visitors to explore and enjoy any time of the year. So through the world's easiest job campaign, we're aiming to find the perfect weather person to help us showcase the island's wonderful weather. So what would interested parties, what's required of them? All you have to do is go on the the official website. Mm the Aruba's official tourism website, and submit a short 30-second Aruba weather report. Mm. That's all you're going to have to do, a 30-second weather report. And there is an example, uh, uh, just a hint, it's possibly 80 and sunny. You could also add, makes it memorable. Yeah, but sadly, look, the closing date was on the 31st of March. That's a bit of a shame, isn't it? It is, but the good thing is, we could we could dream. <laughs> That's right. We what we spoke about last week, right? That's what I'm trying to say. That's right. So still go. You can dream. They might not fill the post. They may not fill the post. So go along to Aruba's official tourism website. Yeah, and hint: it's probably eighty degrees and sunny, and make a memorable video and send it over. Okay. So the news comes um, days after a tiny Scottish island with a population of two advertised for two people for what's called a dream job and it it, it is a dream job isn't it kjb if you yeah, think about well it. yeah yeah what you're talking about the second one talking about the this the Aruba. Aruba one yeah 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 it's, can you imagine can you imagine mm. going to aruba for seven six days seven nights all expensive pay trip hilton hotel 
Do you know what I mean? It's amazing. Just and all you got to do for seven days is just write about their weather. That's all you that. have to do. <laughs> That's lovely. And if every day is the same, Ooh. wow, what a job! What I don't a, mind job. a job like that. I might, I might, um, you know, who knows? We've, we've spoken of the the secret services on here, yeah, and now the a weather person job. For someone that that might be uh, yeah, up yeah, for that, so right? You can dream, you know. You never know. You should still have a go. Go on the official website. You know, they may have closed it, may not have. They might have not filled the post and they might have put it back out again. Yeah. You just yeah. never know. So that is Aruba, beautiful listeners. Aruba, and they're looking for, what is the job again, KJB? A weather person. Yeah. And how long is it? does the job last for? A week. It doesn't say whether that person gets paid, though, does it? Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Can you imagine going to Aruba for a week, even though you don't get paid? Just the fact that they've paid for you to go out there. They've yeah. provided accommodation. They must, you must get your book, basic board and lodgings for a week. Mm. Right, you don't get paid, but my word. It says 80 paid. degrees. That's 80. Very hot. Can you imagine? And oh, that's all you've got to report on is the weather. Yeah. For the whole day. So you might only have to do like a a 30 second minute report mm. and, and then the rest of the, the rest of the time you're free that sounds like it sounds like fun it sounds like a plan doesn't it oh wow definitely it does sound like a plan so beautiful listeners what can uh, again kjb is our question for the evening okay um should a couple divulge their mm. previous partners and be tested before committing to a sexual relationship yeah so that is most definitely our question for this evening and it goes pretty deep really beautiful listeners because um yeah it's it there's a lot in it so it might seem like why 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 are you asking that we said that many taboo um subjects a lot of us don't want to speak on taboo subjects however sometimes we do have to go there in order to be protected, would you not say that, KJB? Yeah, I think you have to. I think when you don't talk about a particular subject that is hard to talk about, mm. you know, you can people can end up losing their lives. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So we are speaking here on, um, yeah, subjects. We've spoken of um, imposter scams so far as well as that job in Aruba, which may well have gone, but we just thought that we would highlight that um, from, from, what is it? Because it's something interesting, isn't it, KJB? And well, definitely a job that I'd be interested in. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, beautiful listeners, please bear with us. And we'll, we, we've asked that question, our question for the the for the evening so we will see y'all in five online and on your smart speaker playing all the best songs all flavors radio revolution promotions and all flavors radio presents we ready to party again the wear something white summer edition on saturday the 8th of july from 9 30 till 3 30 a.m come on party on board
Ward, the luxurious and moored Theresa Joanne Boat, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, London E16 to QI. Don't miss this splendid night of music supplied by DJ Shyboy, Mikey Afri, DJ Redboy, DJ Smooth, and all flavours radio team. Early bird tickets are £15, general tickets are £17.50, and it will be more on the door. Get your tickets from Eventbrite, get your tickets.co.uk, or any DJ on the bill. There is a complimentary glass of punch for the first 100 ticket holders on board. Plus, there will be delicious food on sale from Sunset Caterers. For more information and birthday...
Okay, beautiful listeners, uh, we are here live in or on All Flavors Radio, and we have someone very special on the line. Let's see if they are there. Glenroy, are you there on the line? Oh, yes, I'm still waiting here on the line, yes. <laughs> hello, hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, fine. Fine, really fine, you know. I'm always fine, at least I try to be. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> it's best to Yes, yes. You are actually live here on All Flavours Radio, and this is uh-huh. this is a wonderful privilege because, um, yeah, we, we were we're going live here. We came and saw you down at the Islington Assembly Hall, and you were absolutely uh-huh. phenomenal. Uh, thank you so very much. Absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> it's nice to hear those words. <laughs> <laughs> you blew us away, literally. It's- especially when you're getting on you know (laughs) Uh, listen you've still got it you've still have it in you don't you yes we all do you know so with the help of the creator and family who supports you you know yeah so please tell us who you you are tell us who you are first tell us who you are because the listeners they don't they don't actually know who we're speaking to at the moment so who are you oh yes and then we can Uh, Glenroy Oakley Glenroy Oakley. Who, yes, who sung with the Rudies. Yep. Which became the Greyhound. Mm-hmm. And such things, you know, we did stuff like I Am What I Am, Black and White, Moon River, and other songs, you know. Mm. Uh, yes, and it uh, was a privilege um, sort of growing up at that time where reggae was just pushing its set up and then Trojan came along and you know, gave us a bigger boost by um, releasing our records to get into the British charts, you know. Fantastic. So is Trojan a British label? Oh, yes, it is, yes. It was formed in England. It's a part of Ireland music, actually. Mm. Yeah, So, but they have got branches of this, you know, like, yeah, yes. Oh, wow. So... Um, so you had a hit because obviously there's um, various tracks that I heard you singing yesterday. Um, Moon River. Yeah. So how did that? How was that born about Moon River? Well, whilst we were the Rudies, we were doing recordings, you know, and um, I particularly like that song because of the way that I heard Oscar Tony Junior song it. Mm-hmm. You see, and that's what inspired me to say to the guy, "Can we do this as a you know recording?" And this is yes. So we did it as a recording. Mm-hmm. But producer Dave Bloxham, he was in agreement, and yes, the rest of it was history. Wow! <laughs> actually, got actually got into the charts. I think it was about number fourteen or so. Wow. And I am not quite too sure. Yes. And, it's and that timeless. was the last... Um, pardon? It's timeless, that one. Oh, yes, it is. Most of those songs are timeless because they were so well-written and so well, um, you know... There's so many people that did that song, actually. 
There was, um, I think, Deborah Kerr. There was Andy Williams. There was Danny Williams. And then, obviously, the Greyhound. We did it reggae. <laughs> you know, we did it reggae style instead of, you know. Yeah. Obviously, commercial, commercial reggae. Because that's what it was all about, to get into the charts at that time, you know. Mm. Matter of fact... When we were the Rudies, we had to change the name because they thought it wouldn't have been um, commercial enough, commercialized enough. You mm, know, mm. the Rudies, the Rudies in those days was wow. Yeah, that means you're a bad person. You know, okay, you're rude. But it wasn't really. Yeah, it mm. wasn't really so. Like a gang, you know, you're in okay. a gang, so you're rude. Everyone, you know, that type of thing. You know. Mm. Yes. You know. How did you find oh, yes. it, like, get, you know, getting into the music industry? What what made you want to do that? What 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 made you want to be a singer in that sense? I tell you, um, the reason is, I, I when I when I went when I came to England, I went to school for a little while. Mm. Then I reached the age of leaving school. I became a tailor. Mm. An apprentice tailor at Four Simpsons. Okay. You know, and I was there sewing away, sewing away in the same spot day after day. Although I did do some um, good work there. Oh, they sent me to college. Mm. And further down the line, they decided, oh, he's good enough now not to go to college, but to train other students that came, mm. apprentices that came to the job, you know. And uh, I just I just didn't want that, so I left and I actually went to Bros Moss Brothers, yeah, for a little while. Mm. And I got I realized I was doing the same thing, and then across the road from where I lived was a guy. His name was Admiral Ken Ken Booth, you know. Okay. And yeah, yeah, he had a club in Liverpool Street, which was the All Star which mm. it brought a lot of stars over. And sometimes where he lived, he'd take the hardest there, you know. And then I got, well, listening to that type of music, Wilson Pickett, Midnight Hour, this and that. And, and then I really started seeing that I, I, I'd love to sing, you know. Mm. And matter of fact, from school, from I was going to school, I used to go to the music class and, it asked me to sing. Mm. And after that, all the girls had come in. Lunchtime wants me to sing for them. And I said, oh, that's lovely. You know? <laughs> but I didn't really, you know, yeah, I didn't really take it too seriously until, as I say, I became an apprentice tailor and I didn't want to be in the same spot day after day, you know, mm. like a machine. Yeah. And I wanted was to travel and be like Wilson Pickett and be like, you know, all these artists that I used to appreciate, you know? Mm. And uh, when, after leaving school, I used to go to uh, a, a place called Bluesville in, where was it? Friendsbury Park, Manor House. There was a pub at the corner. Yeah. I used to go there and I'd see so many artists that really became um, full superstars, mm. you know, Georgia fame, uh Oh, um, Ginger Baker and his band, um, Zoot Money, you wow. know, all these, you know, 
they they used to do blues, rock and roll, and okay. stuff like that, you know. But and then that's how I it came over me. I've got to sing, you know, because I I couldn't stand still when I see these people, you know. <laughs> you even you, you, even now when you're performing, again, yes. you, you just got the fire in you. It's just like you just get this thing oh, yes. takes over, and you just, it just you know, it just it just explode from my you know yeah. consciousness wow to um, do something like that you know mm. I, really I, i'd love to do crazy things on stage but i'm not as young anymore to leap about <laughs> you know i remember to stand on your head and all that kind of stuff and jump oh, like yes. it was like I a used... masai mara Yes, I, I used to love doing things like that, you know, mm. something that was different, you know, not just singing, you know. Yeah. I, I'm no comedian. I'm no comedian, so, and sometimes <laughs> in the show you'd like to see something extra out of the ordinary, you know. Yeah. And that was kind of things I was looking for, you know. Mm. As a matter of fact, at one time when I had the band together, I'd say, oh, let's Let's wear long johns and stage, <laughs> you know, just to be different, you know, yeah. painted long john. But wow. it never came to that. We didn't want to take that challenge on. So, <laughs> but when we see you, because I've, I've seen you on top of the pops, um, when we oh, type yes. in your, um, this was with your um, greyhound, uh, black and white, and yes, yeah, the performance on that is phenomenal as well. So how oh, yeah. did you get from, so we're talking about Moon River, Trojan Records. So what was the journey onto the black and white? How did that come about? Oh, well, at the time we were Rudy's, you know, mm. and the producer came to us with this song, Black and White, mm. and we did it. And they had to change the name, as I said before, because the Rudy's weren't matching that type of song. It weren't commercially yeah. enough at the time, you know. I'm sure it was the Rudy. The name of the Rudy's still around, you know. A lot of people still remember the Rudy's mm. because they do used to do a lot of session work for a lot of artists that came from Jamaica, mm. you know. And a matter of fact, we used to. Uh, I used to open up for Toots and the Matos. Mm. And Bob and Marcia, wow. you know, and and that was great, you know. They were so good, Bob, Bob and Marcia. They were such lovely people, mm. you know. Yeah, really fantastic. They had a good nature about them, you know, yeah. kindness, and they weren't too deverish, you know, because mm. everyone wants to be. Wow, I'm the main. This I'm. But when you're in a band, you're all equal, as far as I'm concerned. So true, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know? Yes. And yeah, life goes on and you've got to treat someone as if as how you'd like to treat yourself. Absolutely. You know? And I heard you say that yeah. in the dressing room before you went on stage yesterday. Um you said to oh, the, yeah. the guys, listen, we are all the same. I'm gonna go out there and do yeah. me and do be who I am. And there's no competition, yes. there's none of that, but we're all yeah. one of the same. I thought that was so beautiful. Yes, I went on first mm. to to build the crowd, to you know, to make the crowd know that we love them, and you know, mm. and what comes after, well, 
everything's got its part, you know? Yeah. And I've worked with these, I've worked with the Pioneers, I've worked with Dave Barker, mm. you know, and they've all, always been good to me, uh, you know, you know, never know turning up their noses are are saying, oh, you know, because mm. there are some some musicians out there like, they don't want to mix with you because they think they're better than yeah, you. Yeah. How can someone say, how can someone say they're better than the next person? Because we're all individuals. And sometimes they know nothing about, you know. And that's how, that's what was good about that show. It was my, I did my part. Great. Mm. Um, Dave Barker did his part. Great. Pioneers came on, did their part. Great. And the crowd enjoyed it. And that's mm. how it's to be. Brilliant. No, awesome. No art feelings are. Oh, you did better than me. Oh, we didn't. We did equally the best, yeah. the same as each other, you know? And that's how it goes, you know? Yeah, someone may shine a bit more because... And to me, actually, I, they've not seen me for oh, maybe about 50 years. Wow, wow. You know? Yeah, and, and your musicians were exceptional as well, I must say. I think Sarah, that she sang, she played the saxophone, the flute, the... Yes clarinet you know and yeah. you all complemented each other so so well so who are your influences who are the ones people that you have who inspire you who inspired me mm. um say i'd say going back you know even before the reggae days it was like guys like otis redding wilson pickett mm. solomon Burke. you know which these people are I grew up seeing them perform, you know, James Brown, mm. you know, that was a thing. And then people like the Soul Vendors came along. I was actually, a matter of fact, when I was a teenager, I actually sung with the Scatterlights. Right. You know, that band from Jamaica, the Scatterlights. I don't know. There's a British that. version. There was a British um, Scatterlight, which I did some gigs with, you know. Mm. But... Um, I did an audition and they chose me. But after the audition, I didn't want to do it any longer because I had my own band. I had to leave my band to do that, Okay. you know, which was Glenroy Oakley and the Oracles. And we, we did a lot of, lot of different places, or practically all the universities from Scotland to Wales to wow. inner London, outer London, you know. Mm. Slade College of Arts, Slade College of this, Slade. We did, we did <laughs> most, you know, Cafe des Artes, Whiskey a Go-Go in the mm. West End, you know, the Playboy, in all these places we used to play. Wow. You know, plus we travelled we traveled to um, Israel and uh, places like that back in the 60s. I yeah. matter of fact, we went to Israel. Just after the Seven Day War. Wow. You know? Wow. Scene. Wow. Yeah. And we played in like entertaining the troops, mm. um, the university in Jerusalem, and the theatre in Jerusalem, the biggest um, cinema in Tel Aviv, which was Cinerama. Mm. You know, we did that with Herman Zermit. And, um, we did also Tel Aviv Central Park mm. with Ermin Zermit. That was a double gig. And then we had the Flower Pot Men. 
and then the swinging blue jeans, you know, and stuff like that, you know. It sounds like it was a, a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, actually. Matter of fact, we did, um, I think it was a, one of the first reggae sunsplash in Alexander Palace. Oh, wow. Back in the 70s. Mm. Oh, yes. And that was like Byron Lee, uh, uh, Jackie Edwards, I think, was there. Mm. Jimmy Cliff, Jimmy Cliff, um, John Oat, wow. Johnny Nash, and all these people, you know. And on the way, you know, I, I, I did um, support people like uh, Arthur Conley and, uh, and a lot of people like that, you know. Mm. So, yeah. And I pick up things. Benny King, actually, we did tour with Benny King mm. for a while. And the band that was um, actually um, playing with Benny King was a band called The Senate. They're yeah. from Scotland, mm. and they they became they became average white band. Oh wow! We just In, played a suck. We oh, just yeah. played a track from the <laughs> from the average white band yes. as well. Oh yes, and 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 when 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 we uh, were touring Italy. Mm-hmm. We we met up with Robbie and became good friends. That's even before that's a drummer, you know. That's yeah. even before they became that's before they became average white band, you know. Mm. And, you know. Wow. And I've I sung I sung the blues for sixteen years mm. with a guy named Otis Grand and his big blues band. Yeah. I was brother Roy. I was brother Roy and we supported guys like Robert Cray and um, Tina Turner, Turner, you know? Yeah. You know, we did gigs, you know? And, well, all the big, to be honest, you know, when I look back at things and I says, well, I used to see some of these guys growing up, mm-hmm. you know, like Booker T and the MG, you know? And Otis, Otis Grand, Got um, what's his name, the guitarist from Booker T and the MG mm-hmm. to play with him once, but um, Steve Cropper, you know, sometimes he'll he'll be doing a festival and he'll phone some up, Steve Cropper or someone, and they'll come to be a guest, and and that was good, you know. Mm-hmm. We used to tour with Jules, Jules Holland and Rico, you know. That's that's great, you know. So you've really met lots of wonderful people. You've had a nice experiences. Oh, yeah. What would you tell a young person that's wanting to kind of get into the music industry? What would you? What would piece of nugget of advice would you give them? Right, the first thing I'd say to them to learn an instrument because it's it would help you a lot mm. if you want to become a singer yeah. and to write your songs. But when you write your songs, just don't give them away because mm. you'll end up losing out. Mm. And you want to have your, your own rights in those songs as well. Yeah. And not for someone else to control it. Ray mm. Charles was blind and he did it himself. You know, get your publishing right so you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And not saying the dark and don't know what's going to happen the next time, you know, mm. because there's a lot of um, promoters or record producers who are sharks, you know, yes. they will get to the cleaners and don't give a damn. Absolutely. You know, that's all I can say, you know. So true. I'm all right, Jack. 
I'm all right, Chuck. Forget about that, you know. Mm, mm, you know, yeah. stuff like that, and which is so unfair, you know. You know, that's but, but that's life, and um, people shouldn't make love like that. To be honest, mm. it really shouldn't be life. It should be something that outlawed. You know, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. It should be a law against it. You know, people getting ripped off like that. But they, so they do, don't people. they? They do. People do get ripped off, and that's yes. the sad thing about it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. And just and, uh, and that's yeah. I was going to ask just yes. one thing, one um, wonderful quality that you have, just to finish off. One quality that you have that you share with everyone else, an endearing quality about yourself. Uh, but what it's only one quality someone can share with someone and that's love and respect really. Oh. You know. When you when when you're growing up, you know, you, you lose your way, you know, because if if you're not brought up a certain way, mm. you do things out of control and you don't know yourself. Until you stop doing certain things, then he says, Oh, I've found myself now. And you see where you were going wrong, where you went wrong. Mm. And then you've got to correct these things because if you keep doing the same thing, you're not a good person, mm. you know? Mm. And all I, love, all I love for this old wide world is love, you know? I'll treat your children good. Oh. Bring, them up to, bring them up to understand what life is all about so they don't make the same mistake as... Their parents, yeah. you know, sometimes oh. parents can go astray because mm. of lots of things. could be jealousy, could be anything, not being treated right. You know, I know, I know I've not been a good person all my life. I have, I'm a good person, but I had to find myself, you know, because I was led astray mm. and I can't explain that, but I know I was led astray to do things that. I shouldn't have done. You yeah. understand? Yeah. But you've you learned know? you learn from and it you... and then you become a better person, don't you? Oh yes, you do. You you've got to you've got to have love in your heart for someone. Mm. You know, for not for everyone. Every person has to have love coming from you. But sometimes you give someone love and they use it as an advantage to take advantage of True. you. True. You understand. True. Yeah. And, and liberties and stuff. You know, no one should be taking liberty. But it's the human race. You know, we we are so mixed up. We don't know sometimes whether we're coming or we're going. Sometimes you end up in a position. He says, "Why am I in this position? Did I created. bring myself to this? Absolutely. Did I create this for myself? Yeah. You know, and it depends on the company as well, because mm. some people don't. They don't have dignity or love in their heart for anyone. Mm. You understand? All they want to do is to take, 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 and to bring you down, down, down. Yeah. Going down, down, <laughs> down. <laughs> Listen, um, Glenroy, stay yeah. on the line. Stay on the line, okay? We're going to play a song, and um, okay. we'll we'll speak to you soon. Right? So just stay on the line, okay? Okay, then. Mm, 
And that was the sounds there of Glenroy Oakley uh, with the Greyhound Band. And that was an exclusive <laughs> interview right there on the spot. And how privileged we are to have had the opportunity. J- KJB. Uh, you know, I was quite a fit interview, not because I didn't want to join in, but the yeah. interview was just so well. Mm. The interview was going so well. He's so articulate. Mm. And he, you know, he had a lot of passion about what he does. Yeah. I'm privileged to be married to his daughter. <laughs> and I'm privileged to have him as a part of my family. Mm, yeah. Um, and he's very well loved. Uh, but not only that, it was the the fact that they were one of the f- breakthrough black bands. Yeah. Br- British black bands. And if you think about how reggae developed in this country following that, mm. you can say they were the prototype. Yes. The founding members. Absolutely. Of British reggae, as it is now. Reggae royalty, beautiful R- listeners. Reggae royalty. So so hopefully he he he, he understands that. Mm. He might not realise that, but actually that band broke a lot of lot of taboos. Yes. Regarding yeah. British reggae and and from that we were able to build British reggae, which now is it's worldwide. It is. And the funny worldwide. thing is, is some of the guys yesterday, because it was a lot of skinheads, we must say, um, that was at the gigs, and a lot of skinhead guys and punks, they, uh, punk rockers, we should call them, that they know the reggae. They know, they know reggae. Their reggae. They love reggae. And just being amongst these people and them coming to support and so on and so forth. So, Dad, Glimroy Oakley... Thank you so much for coming in and taking the time to speak to us because we know been schedule. He's got, he's got, he's got schedule. tight schedule. And that, um, yeah, it was just a tiny window. So thank you so much for coming in and we'll speak to you again soon. So going in, we've really come so close to the end of the, the show. But KJB, our question, let's tackle this question. Okay, t- t- we'll try and do our best with the time we yes. have. And the question was, should a couple divulge their previous partners and be tested before committing to a sexual relationship? Right. So that is a, the question. But what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on that, listeners? Should a couple divulge their previous partners and be tested for committing before committing to a sexual relationship? What are your thoughts there? I think you have to do it on a, a relationship by a relationship basis. It really right. depends on, on the person. Mm that you feel you want to be. Right. You're always talking about being your best self, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I think that that's important. Uh, having a partner that you want to be with, mm. you've got to be 100% sure that that's who you want to be with. Yeah. Not just not just emotionally, uh, but physically. This- so, it's, so I do believe that mm. if you feel you at the point where you want a physical relationship with this person, with this person, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with asking them that taboo question. To and be tested. Asked, there's nothing wrong with asking them. Yeah. And we know, we, I spoke earlier of relationships these days are very different. So, bef- whereas before people may wait, now it's even on the same night they meet someone that they might be intimate. But the caution needs to be taken, really. Caution. Because um, this is on the back of a article that was in the voice online and a man was jailed for three years for knowingly infecting his girlfriend with HIV so he knew he had it the sad thing is even though we spoke earlier in that question about is it right for 
partners to be tested, this couple did go and get tested. Right, they attended a sexual health clinic together where this man provided a false name and medical details. So even though, because he knew, he knew um, that he had HIV, uh, but he falsified his name and his details. So obviously, the man's name, um, Jasmine Scott, has been jailed for three years, only three years. Because he knowingly, sorry, Jermaine Scott, because he knowingly infected his girlfriend with HIV. And at the end of the day, he knew he was diagnosed with HIV in 2005. The problem with that is you can't account for that. That's mm. just something you can't account for because she did the right thing. They went, he, they supposedly got tested. Yeah. <laughs> so she felt comfortable in, in ha- going into a sexual relationship. She thought she was going with her eyes wide open, which which understandably she, she would have felt that because they went through the process. They mm. went, they talked about it, obviously. They went through the sexual health clinic. They got, got tested. Unfortunately, he was the one. Yeah. The thing is, it he says was that one. he this he he had been described medication which if taken would have eliminated the risk of transmission to others. But when he rekindled a relationship with a previous girlfriend, he wasn't taking these tablets regularly, meaning that was a higher risk of transmission. And he also failed to inform the victim of his diagnosis and went on to have unprotected sex with this woman. See, so the woman that he he originally was, that Mm. he got tested with, although he lied, he left her to go back to an ex-girlfriend. So obviously he knew by then he was, you know, this would have been his second. But he wasn't taking tablets, which could have limited transmission. He was giving them tablets. So obviously he knew he had the virus because he was given the tablets to take. It's just that he decided not to take it regularly. Mm. And therefore decided to go on and have uh, another partner. And obviously having another partner, he didn't disclose his, his medical history yeah. regarding his condition. Mm. And, and that's why we're, he's, we're at this point now yeah. where he's been charged and also sentenced. Three years to three years. I think three years is not enough because now that woman's got death sentence over her head. Mm. That's right. You know I mean? she, she says now... All right, she will now live the rest of her life forever marred by the actions of this man. Hmm. So there's no cure, cure, as we know, and she will now have to take medication for the rest of her life. Hmm. So his actions have affected their relationship with others, and she no longer trusts men, which is very enough. It's understandable. So, so, and I, like I said, I think the, 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 the initial woman who mm. he went to the sexual health clinic with did exactly the right, she did the right thing. Mm. Exactly the right thing, but unfortunately, that's the another problem we face. It's the like we've talked about this before about having a moral compass. Yeah, if people don't have a moral compass, or although they will go to a sexual health clinic and get get a diagnosis, it doesn't mm. necessarily mean they'll divulge that to the next person that they meet. That's the issue. That's quite sad. So, in October two thousand nine, the victim became suspicious of her partner's behaviour, and they both attended a sexual health clinic. So while at the clinic, Scott provided a false name and false medical details to the health worker. The victim subsequently tested positive for HIV and the pair ended their relationship. So following their breakup, he left the Cheshire area. So the incident was reported to Cheshire Constabulary in 2009 
and an investigation was launched to locate where Scott was. And following a public appeal, he was located and arrested in February 2011. Two years later. That's right. So how many other people... Along the way. Along the way has he infected as well? Yeah. And this is the point. I mean, we, we asked that question about... Um, about asking to be tested. But mm. if you can give a false name and false details, then that too is a bit dangerous, right? And the only reason why he got caught Think about it. It's mm. because the partner that he went with yeah. was tested positive for HIV. So she was tested positive. Yeah. It, it stands to reason that he would have been infected. She would have got it from him because previously she wasn't she wasn't infected. Right. And that's why they had to go go for him, but it took two years to find him. Because mm. he knew what he had done. And he was here illegally as well. He was in the oh, UK my illegally. Word. So he was deported obviously back to Jamaica. But the victim, she asked the case to be re reopened and the detective sought help from a number of medical experts who revealed that it was highly likely that the victim had been infected with HIV in those in three months prior to her yeah, diagnosis yeah, while she mm. was in a relationship with this man. Mm. Mm. So they identified a number of genetic links between the strain of HIV and the victim had been that the victim had been diagnosed with and that of the offender. Mm. So he's mm. been deported because he was here illegally, for mm. one. Mm. He's been deported, but what is he going to obviously spend three years maybe in prison abroad, mm. but then what happens when he comes out? That's the, that's the thing. You know? Mm. So so he was, extra, he, was, he was deported, but I think they extradited him back into this country and then he was sent to prison, I think. Yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. So he was returned to the UK. To be charged with yeah. the incident, well, did, will they send them back to Jamaica after well, he's that? Got sent, he's got Well, she might, she might even appeal the decision, and he might get a further a, a lengthier sentence. Because I think three years is not enough. Mm. Three years is not enough. What are your thoughts, listeners? Let us know. Like we said, we can't see you in the chat room right now, but um, let us know what your thoughts are. Because although it is a Loaded question, should couples divulge their previous partners and be tested before committing to a sexual relationship? We can see that they did go and get tested, but he falsified the information that he gave. And sadly, this woman, this victim, has become a victim and has to live with the fact that she's got to take medication for HIV for the rest of her life. So this is the next thing here about jumping into these relationships, isn't it? Jumping into sexual relationships quickly mm. without even a thought of kind of being tested or who we know that we're going with as well. No, I totally agree with you. But the, the issue, as I said, I highlight the issue that the fact is that she did get tested. They yeah. both got tested, but he mm. lied. Mm. He decided to lie. Yeah. So although morally she did, she did the right thing, it wasn't her morals that was in question, it was his. Yes. So there's a lot of people out there that don't have a moral compass and will do anything to get mm. to the goods, so to wow. speak. Should and we... even lying, even lying. Let's go to some of our comments on Facebook to just to see what people have said. And Chanel T Taylor says, not necessarily divulge your previous partners, but definitely get tested or show those results mandatory, not about to risk disease and my life over some sex, some sex, right? So that's true. Mm. Why mm. are you going to risk yourself? But she, they went and got tested. That's what I'm saying. But still, he, how did he get away within the health system with a false name? 
and details. That's my next question. And I think he would have told her that he was clear. Yeah, yes, of course. So she didn't actually see. It's only because she got tested that she yes, realised, oh, yeah, that she knew. So she could, oh. they could have got tested. Oh, no, I'm clear. So mm. I think Chanel Taylor's right. Let me see your paperwork. But then he gave a false name, so the paperwork still wasn't right. It's still, that's what I'm Ooh, saying. Can we trust it? It's going back to the question we had last week. Who mm, can we trust? trust. And obviously, can you really trust? Each, each individual test that person gets tested, it's the, it's the confidentiality. Yeah. So they don't really have to dis- disclose if they don't want that to. That as well. That as well. So there's, oh, Mahashi says, if you need to be tested, there is no trust. The past was just a lesson. Does the partner want to? Uh, who you are now or who you were in the past none of us are who we were yesterday why bother continuing continuing if there is no trust quite clearly here she thought that she could trust him because yeah. he gave the impression that right. she could trust so, him i don't know mahashi i'm not too sure there is a need to be tested but then it still let her down because he lied he, again he, didn't he so it didn't it wasn't yeah, the system let her down. Mm. But but his lies also. He lied. He outright lied. So there was no fail safe for her. Mm. There was nothing she could there was nothing she could do in that situation. Yeah. So sometimes it's it's just hopefully now I'm you know, we're hoping that the the rules now are more stringent. When we'll it see. comes to that testing, what to testing and, and getting the yeah, exact getting, person yes. showing ID and yes. all that kind of uh, stuff. Hopefully, that's become a bit more, more, more uh, watertight. Yeah, I'm hoping so that people can't lie too mm. much, but then you still can get mm. false ID as well. Hey, so Cliff Richards he says, um, "Yep, definitely." Gavin Palmer says, "If you don't make them test and they give you a fatal infection, you cannot complain." I'm sure you will smile as you die, given the amazing trust you will have preserved and that's true you're not going to smile when you die because you're like this person has infected mm. me and done this to me mm. Mm. and how mm. on earth will i got to live with it for the rest of my life taking this medication got, yeah because because you've got no choice and 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 i think that's the problem isn't it it's the the, the moral depravity that we now have is 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 amazing mm. people just do not have no morals and the thing is as well he could have just taken his medication Medication, if he, even if he was working here, he would might have to pay £10 for the medication. It's £9 something for prescription when you go to get it out. So why couldn't he just do that instead of not taking the tablets? That too, so he's irresponsible. Well, that, that, but you can show he's a Well, for when he lied, mm. that showed his character. His character was clearly shown by the lie. Mm. By the lie. And for when he lied... There was no going back, so yeah. he, he he didn't care, and it wasn't just one partner. Remember, it was it was two thousand and nine, and then for two years, oh five, oh five, then two thousand and nine, and then two thousand and eleven. Yeah. So then he got deported, people? and now they've they've they trying to get they've got him back mm. to sentence him for this. So all that time has elapsed. What else has he but done? The thing is, even if he gave a false name and a false, um documents still the test would have come back positive positive so why could that not be divulged to the partner why because of gdpr they have a right to like you said what is it when they don't have to give confidentiality so the other person regardless of whether he did give false information still she wouldn't have been able to know because 
down to the hospital, they can't tell the details. But I don't think it would have mattered anyway, because by that time she had been infected. She's beautiful listeners, see? That was the question. She would have been infected. That's why we asked that question about, is should we divulge who our past partners are? And really being able to contact those past partners, you know, and have a have a link to each person. Because then I think the law needs to be you know, I agree with you. I think yeah. I think I think obviously we're just talking about one isolated case. Yeah. But I'm sure there's there's there've been many other issues or cases where this this has been a problem. So yeah. maybe we, the law needs to be looked at, where mm. there is a law where there's a register and things are on, it's a database, and if you want to check, you should be allowed to check. Mm. But obviously you need to get the consent of the partner. So if, if, we were, if I met you or you met me and you wanted to know my, my sexual background, my, yeah. my status, you could say, well, I want you to get tested. You need to, and you'd see them, I think you, you, you'd have to both sign a form. Mm. They sign, you sign, you take it. And, you and can, then can you get the background? Yes, and, and you get the background. I think that's important. If, if, they, if you give them that and they don't want to sign it, oh, no, no, why do you want my, mm. Then you know, you know what? And it ain't trust, happen. trust has nothing to do with it. Trust oh, trust me, darling. No, trust me, baby. No, sign, sign. Yeah, and then you're stuffed because you That's trusted someone that was untrustworthy. Yes. So I think yeah. I think I think it's a law that law needs to be looked at, and I think mm. that needs to happen. That, yeah. you, that you have to sign a document. Both of you have to sign it, mm. a legal document. And if they choose not to sign it, then you know. Yeah. Not it's not a verbal thing. It's written. Beautiful listeners, we have so come very close to the end of the mm, evening. And mm. wow, what a wonderful show we've had. Glenroy Oakley from the Greyhounds, the Rudies in the studio, the start of Trojan Records. And that was a beautiful surprise. And um, yeah, just looking at scammers. And this is another scammer, wasn't it? This is a scammer he in a whole, a whole different, different situation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just being protecting ourselves when it comes to when we meet new people. And making sure that it's all right mm. to have is. relations and relationships and relations with these people, and that we're going to not come off mm. or fear badly outside of that. Right? I, no, I I just think ask the question. Don't yeah. care if it's taboo. If you feel that you're falling for a particular person and you mm. want to go to the next level, if you if you want to ask the question, don't yeah. be scared to ask the question. And and believe me. Depending on the response, will tell you a lot. Yeah, it's your body, your choice, your decision. Please, beautiful listeners. I mean, is it taboo that we speak about no, these things? It's no, important that no, we it's important. are for, to be for, forewarned is to be forearmed. And that's most definitely what we want. So beautiful listeners, we will see y'all back here in five. <laughs>
bitch, I like a diet mama. Gotta face a lot of people that are opposite. Cause the world told me we ain't got that common sense. Gotta prove it to myself that I'm on top of shit. And you would never know a god without a goddess. Is honest, is fucking honest. Getting, I could be on everything. I mean, I could be the leader, head of all the states. I could smile and jiggle it till his pocket's empty. I could be the CEO, just like a Robin Fenty. And I'ma be there for you cause you want my team, girl. Don't ever think you ain't hell of these niggas dream, girl. They wanna pit us against each other when we succeed. And for no reasons, they wanna see us end up like we Regina or Mean Girl. Princess or queen, tomboy or king. You've heard a lot you've never seen. Mother Earth, Mother Mary, rise to the top. Divine feminine, I'm feminine. Chat room crew, how you doing? Tune in. Don't forget, you can catch Laro from 8 till 10 tonight, as well as DJ J Hope from 10 till midnight. And that was the sounds there of Doja Cat and Woman. Okay, and I know before the break, we were speaking on how we must protect ourselves as people generally. So, KJB, what is our thought? for the day okay i thought for the days and i read (laughs) i have always believed and i still believe that whatever good or bad fortune may come our way we can always give it meaning and transform it into something of value so true isn't it so Whatever comes our way, whether it's good or bad, we can always see the good in it or the bad in it. And like we've spoken of internet scammers today or people that phone us that want to get our information. Yeah, how we can combat all of that, okay? In the fact of we don't always speak first on the phone. We answer, let them say hello first. So that was the imposter scams and how we can kind of be protected from that. Mm, it's all about mm. protection it's today, it's wasn't about it, protection, when we think about it. Phone, but also email as well. Yeah, we so covered email protecting well. ourselves, beautiful listeners. So whatever good or bad, we can learn from everything, okay? So we know this AI, they're able to do specific things, record our voices and use it. So we just have to be forewarned is to be forearmed or forearmed, forewarned, whatever way it is. And this man that was jailed for three years, knowingly infecting his girlfriend with HIV, again, protecting ourselves. What is the good or the bad in this situation? Well, we've spoken about it tonight. So it's how we go away and deal with the information and how we see the information in order to protect ourselves. It's always, always about that protecting of ourselves as beings so that we can just live our lives in serenity and also giving a big shout out and a thank you to Glenroy Oakley out from the Greyhounds that done that wonderful exclusive interview today. Thank you so much for coming on and um, yeah, just really upbuilding and uplifting us and showing us his experiences within the music industry and giving us some nuggets. His nuggets of truth. of truth. And he was so humble with it as well, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It was an absolute pleasure to listen to the interview. Absolute pleasure. 
All right, so beautiful people, remember, I have always believed and still believe that whatever good or bad fortune may come our way, we can always give it meaning and transform it into something value. Yeah, I think so. I think everything that we do or experience in life adds meaning Mm. and can give value. But the value comes from how we Mm. then move on. Yes, how we utilise what's happened Mm from good or bad situation. So bigging up all of the All Flavours Radio DJs, you are amazing, you are supreme, you are majestic, and we really are glad to be a part of everything. Shouting out George Flavours. George, keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing an amazing job and giving us this platform to go in and out and speak to our community and really elevating our community with whatever it is whatever the things it is that we're speaking about. So we're going to give you a big high five. Please, beautiful listeners, check out the schedules and see who's what live DJ is going live on any given day. There's a live live DJ is going live every single day. So beautiful listeners, we have come to that time. It is the end of the show. And I guess all we got to say, eons, we'll see y'all on the other side. Take care, beautiful people. Good night. All right. And yes, stay blessed, stay beautiful.